with a bunch of little kids, some of whom were still being led by their mothers. Meanwhile, Erin, who'd only been riding for one year, was in the real arena with the guest instructor. It wasn't fair. It wasn't even close to fair. To make matters worse, Mrs Hawkins had pulled Shelby aside after the ceremony and told her that she was only allowed to take her trophy home after she'd paid her membership fees, which were overdue. Then she'd waited with her hands on her hips for Shelby to answer. I forgot, Shelby had stammered. This was partially true. She'd forgotten on purpose because she didn't want to ask her mother and see that strange, despairing look that she always got when Shelby asked for money. At the end of the night, Shelby left her little silver, you used to suck, trophy next to a plate of Mrs Hocking's dried-out lamingtons. Let them keep it. Erin's parents dropped Shelby home. Erin sat next to her in the back of their four-wheel drive, clutching her giant gold trophy and grinning. When she climbed out, Shelby thanked Erin's parents for the lift and mumbled congratulations to Erin, even managing to plaster a passable smile on her face. "'How was it?' Shelby's mother asked as she walked into the house. Her mother was standing against the kitchen sink washing dishes. Her shoulder-length hair was frizzy, and the fluorescent kitchen light shining through it made it look like a halo. Her face was shiny. She brought an arm up to wipe it, and then plunged her gloved hands back into the scalding water. "'Okay,' Shelby replied, shuffling up the hallway into her room. There was no point telling her mother about the dumb trophy. It was embarrassing. Besides, then she would have to explain about the membership fees.' She pulled on a pair of tracksuit pants and an old T-shirt. "'I'm going out,' she said, scuffing past the kitchen. Her mother called out to her before she got to the front door. "'Have you thought about what you might like for Christmas?' Shelby tilted her head to the side. "'Not really.' Every Christmas and birthday was the same. It was a time for Shelby to get something she really needed for riding. For her birthday, she got a winter combo rug, and last Christmas it was a saddlecloth embroidered with the Pony Club emblem. Most of the other girls at the Pony Club didn't have to wait for their birthdays. They got things when they needed them, and sometimes when they didn't. Hayley Crook had jodhpurs in every colour imaginable and matching saddle blankets to go with them. It didn't make any sense at all, because Shelby's father went to an office all day, just the same as Mr Crook did, and yet the Crooks lived in a big, fancy house with a pool area and a gardener and a cleaning lady three days a week, while Shelby's family, as her dad was always telling her, didn't have two pennies to rub together. Maybe if I lived in a parallel universe, I would have been born into Haley's family, she wondered. If she had, her life would have been way better. The screen door slammed behind Shelby, and she walked along the road. Loose gravel crunched underneath her shoes. It was almost dark now, but the summer air was still dry and warm. Streetlights arced over, lighting her way. She could see families inside their new brick bungalows and the flickering blue light from their televisions. Maybe for Christmas she could get a new saddle, like Erin's. 
That might get her out of the beginner's ring. Perhaps she could ask for a few lessons. There was an instructor at the stables where Erin and the others kept their horses. She could just ask for her pony club membership fees. That was the most boring present ever. At the end of the block, she turned left. There were only two houses on this cul-de-sac, but New Blocks was owned, with thin pickets and fluttering tape marking their proposed location. Shelby trudged along with her head down, her arms folded, and when she looked up again, what she saw made her pause for a moment. There in the gloom stood the skeleton of a house, its pale pine beams glowing. It hadn't been there that morning, only a flat grey concrete slab. She knew it would happen sooner or later, new houses bringing up one after the other in a slow...